Hmm. Hmm. Oh, forgive me. I was absorbed in thought. Welcome to episode 24 of the Critical Twits podcast. Today we're going to give our first impressions of the gaming behemoth that is Dark Souls 3. Hello! I'm Brian Ennis. I'm Aaron Vinsky. And I'm Colin Howard. And today we're going to be talking to you about our first impressions of Dark Souls 3. Yes. Uh, the latest and probably the last instalment of From Software's action RPG series, noted for its crushing difficulty, obtuse approach to storytelling, and exploration of themes of madness, suffering, and regret. Cheerful times on the podcast. Yeah, sounds it right now. <laughs> sounds like a marriage, really, when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> what we're also going to do is, sort of the same week that this comes out, is to release highlights from our release day Twitch stream to YouTube. Yeah. Oh no, um, really? That yes. was embarrassing. Yes. You're not showing any of the latest stuff I did where I got good. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it's funnier before you got good. Uh, yeah. um, we might even discuss the concept of get good. Yeah. Get good. Yes. Pricks. Yes. Um, yeah. So <laughs> discussed. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the nature of this view-starved beast is that spoilers will abound. Yeah. Uh, but we're only going to go up to the game's first Lord of Cinder. Yes. It's not spoilery to say your task is to kill these Lords of Cinder. Yeah, kind so of. we're going to come up to the first one yeah. and then we're going to leave it there because we don't want to ruin things. And if we've managed to get there in this time, hopefully other people have. What yeah. I do like is that is essentially a sample of the game. It's the first Lord of Cinder. It's not exactly difficult to get to. Mm, we're all over yeah. the 20 hour mark. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it did take, I'll say. Which. I haven't yeah. died a lot. Mm. I've done a lot no. of grinding and helping out. Uh, you know, I've done a lot of um, P- not PvP, PvE. PV- yeah, I think it's PvE. PvE yeah. versus enemy. Yes, I've done a lot of, of of that. But yeah, it's just nice to go. Ah, uh, I'm about a quarter of the way through the game. Yeah, in 25 hours. Like oh, many yeah. things of Dark Souls. Yeah, that makes me weep inside. Yeah. So, of course, if you haven't done that part of the game yet, if you're not caught up to that, um, continue at your peril. But what is bravery without a dash of recklessness? <laughs> so, have you guys enjoyed the game? Or have you been simply crestfallen? No. Oh, did you have to pretend to be sad? No. No, I've enjoyed it. I was trying to work out whether I liked the joke. <laughs> I I like, uh, yeah, yeah, it works. It works. There's always yeah. a crestfallen. You missed the, the bravery one. That was from Hawkeye Goff. Who? Uh, yeah. From the... You said Dark Souls uh, Artorias of the Abyss expansion for Dark Souls 1. Oh. Never completed Dark Souls 1, so I never even got to an expansion. I'd shake my head, but I threw Dark Souls 2 out the window because it was crap. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, actually, that's is, a great place to start. It is a good um, point. Anyone who's listened to our Bloodborne review... Or anything where we've mentioned these games before. Yes, Colin has a real bee in his bonnet, stick up his arse, <laughs> pie in his... I don't know. I was going to say pie out. in the oven, but that, that no, yeah, that's just, something else. I just felt like I should use the rule of three there, but I only had two things. Yeah. Excellent. His X in his Y. Um, <laughs> about Dark Souls 2. You don't yes. like it. Nope. How have you found Dark Souls 3? Have you got past the first hour of the game? I have got... Pa- Cheers, Brian. I have got <laughs> past the first hour of the game, and I am thoroughly enjoying it. Mm. For a Excellent. number of reasons. Mm. Excellent. That sounds good. Aaron? Yes, I have to admit I've got more absorbed into this one than I have the previous two. I'll be up to. Yeah, I mean, 
I got more into Dark Souls 1 when I started replaying it a little while back. Yes. I think by that time, because we all were replaying it, Yeah. the problem is the combat was so slow compared to Bloodborne. Yes. Almost a drag, I found. Whereas this one I found just, it just grabbed me and I'm really interested in it. I'm, you know, rewarding myself for putting words to page. I, yeah, I could play this for an hour more if I do this much. Okay. Yeah, mm. I've been playing it instead of putting words to page <laughs> and now I have a lot of things to do. Um, yeah. Might be a good point just to mention that there is a Dark Souls board game Kickstarter. There is, yes. Uh, which I have backed. Well done. Being the most solvent of the three of us. <laughs> I was going to uh, back it and then spent money on waistcoats and stuff. Yeah, you, you thought... <laughs> you... <laughs> I remember you excitedly saying when we got to a gaming session one night, like, I backed the Dark Souls thing, this is amazing, I yeah. backed it. And then we looked at it and went, I haven't even started the Kickstarter yet, Colin. No, oh. I've been very tired for the last <laughs> few weeks. Yeah. It's got a bit confusing. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so I've backed it. Um, and I have managed to secure an interview with the... Creators. Can Ooh. I can I paint Austin? Can I can I can I paint him? <laughs> Buy your own one. But, but I just want Austin. I think I was going to back the entire thing and throw the game away. I just I just want to paint Austin. Yeah, but as a punishment, you have to paint Smo as well. That's fine. So that's using up all of your paint. That's fine. He's a big round man. I can live with that. <laughs> Because I can't have one of them looking really good and then one painted in mine. <laughs> okay, if you squint. That's fine. Can fog. I paint them too then? Because yeah, they're well, like my favourite cool. things ever. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, just look out for that. Um, we'll probably be talking about that in more detail once I've done the, the interview, uh, which I'm doing for Dirge magazine. Yeah. Um, so I will add a link to this once the interview comes out. Yes. Because, yes. yeah, I'm quite looking forward to seeing how they've transferred the Dark Souls gameplay yes. into a board game that doesn't make you want to set the whole thing on fire. Well, I think would be quite good as a starting place just to talk about first impressions of the game. So, like the starting areas, how it feels to get into the game. Yeah. Um, I liked waking up in a grave. That was yeah. really cool. I yeah. liked the feeling that I'd actually been dead. Uh, yeah, and I was somewhere. I didn't. I felt in the other games I could kind of just randomly appeared. Well, in the in the first game, you were in the asylum. They threw you into the asylum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you, and. That knight lets you out, whatever his name was. In the second one, yes, I agree. You did just kind of... You fell into a vortex or something? I mean, what the fuck you, was You were searching on? for a cure and that kind of thing. And you but fell was, into that world, yeah. Uh, but it was like a backstory so to no. you that... Yeah, I mean, it didn't matter as you are playing the game. That was the whole point. You know, whatever you were before doesn't matter at this point. Yes. Yeah. But it felt like there was a history behind that. And I was quite interested in what that was, but you don't really find out yeah. so much. Whereas in this... Well, that history doesn't matter because you were dead. Yeah, I mean, Bloodborne, you kind of woke up on a table with no idea how you got there and what you were doing why you were doing it or how you were yeah, doing it yeah I had exactly yeah, the same thing quite, with that yeah. that's quite odd I like this because it's like right you're dead yeah. you're a dead person you just the got bells, out of the coffin the bell has told you're yeah. in a cemetery where they've thrown lots of other dead looking people mm. and here's a bunch of mad people who might have once been a bit like you yeah yeah so I quite like that. It's oh, quite yes, yeah. immediately I, into the themes of the game rather than I'm locked up in a yeah, thing. Or, it, it put me in place. Yes. It's, I'm dead. I'm in a cemetery. Um, better climb my way out, yeah. I suppose. Really? Off I go. Oh, there's nutters everywhere. Yeah. Yes. The game does a fair, fairly good job of putting down all the little 
signs for you to read that give you the commands. I didn't bother with any of them. I don't know if you guys actually looked at them. Mm, cause... I had a quick look just on the off chance they chain the controls. But yeah. no. If you press forward and the right trigger at the same time, you do a jumping attack. <laughs> Face does a jumping attack. <laughs> Colin completed all of Dark Souls 1 without using the jumping attack. Or backstabs. Or backstabs. Or backstabs. I have not done so in this game, but we'll go on to combat in a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, the first area introduces you to everything very nicely. I mean, like I said, it's got all the instructions, marks on the floor, so you get used to reading things on the floor if you've never played a Dark Souls game before. Yeah. Uh, the enemies, I found, if you weren't good, could probably kill you straight away. Uh, they weren't holding first, back. No, I mean, they're start, one of the long swords nutters. Start, yeah. um, just their 3-4 hit combo can kill you yeah. straight away. Um, Without an issue, but they're not overly challenging to beat, sort of thing. They're, there's, they're they die in a couple of hits, yeah. so you can flounder your way through it nearly. But yeah, it's a good training. Yeah, but it helps you get into that kind of oh, everything's these are nasty. Everything's a, everything's a risk. Again, if you've never played that kind of game before, you other need- games kind of give you here's an enemy. Here's a way of defeating it. That's nice and easy and quick way of doing it. This one's like here's a way of defeating it. Oh, you didn't press the button at the right time. Well, you're gonna die now then. Yeah. There's your punishment. Which is the Dark Souls way, really. Yeah. Yes. Um, it ends with a, well, kind of the first starting bit ends with a really good fight, actually. Yeah, with, I was right, really impressed with that boss. It, it was, it was kind of took in everything you'd learned to that point, because it doesn't require anything too special to kill it, apart from rolling the fuck away constantly. Yeah. Has a nice little surprise in the middle. Yeah, that actually made me... Uh, you'll see if Brian keeps in on when we do the uh, highlights from the Twitch stream. Oh, but, yes. Um, me, me pooing my pants <laughs> at the midpoint. Because I, I, I pulled the thing out of it. Thought, yeah, no, I've got this. It's fine. It's, it's, it's a boss. It's going hard. Yes. Tank, protect myself. And then it got halfway and I went, oh, it's huge and it's wibbly. I don't like this. And it made me really uncomfortable because it squirmed and... Yeah. Bleh. Yes. I really like watching Colin failing to kill it over and over <laughs> again. Please, please don't watch that bit. Come around my house and watch my new video of it where I murder it. What I might do is try to intercut you guys failing to kill it with me murdering it first time as the oh. deprived. <laughs> Possibly with some epic 80s power ballads over the top. Doesn't count, dun, Brian. Dun, You'd dun, already dun. beaten it in yeah. another game. What's your point? Like when my Herald murdered it. <laughs> Parrying jump attacks. Yeah, that was quite funny. <laughs> yes. Very, very mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I like that. Um, I had huge flashbacks to Demon's Souls when yeah. I reached the Firelink Shrine, which is the name of the shrine from the first Dark Souls game, so Demon's Souls being the precursor to Dark Souls, and then throughout that area finding references to other games. So you've yes. got the Firekeeper... Um, who's like very much like the Maiden in Black from Demon's Souls or the uh, Emerald Herald from Dark Souls 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's the lady that levels you up, Colin. <laughs> yes. Uh, you've got Andrea Vastora, the yep. blacksmith from Dark Souls 1. You've got the Shrine, sh- handmaiden. The shrine handmaiden who looks very much like one of the uh, women in red from Two. Dark Souls 2. Yeah. There's all sorts of callbacks visually yes. and, and such like. Well, it was it. It's got me interested in the story compared to the others. I mean, Dark Souls One. I was running around going, I don't know what I'm doing. Someone said a bell, and then somebody said there was two bells, and I don't know where the bells are. One's yeah. up, one's down. What the fuck does that mean? Off I go. 
this story I'm actually trying to put pieces together because I still think it's a prequel. Yeah. Or at least I did and, and until the last time I played. But all the way for the you know, first 20 hours I've been going, I think this might be a prequel to Dark Souls 1. Now I think otherwise, but it's it's been quite fun to link stuff together. I have to admit, again, the way this... Like you said, I mean, going for Dark Souls 1, you go for the bell, bells for a start, for some reason. Yeah, you, you don't know, really know what you're why. doing. Go and ring a bell. Why? I don't know. It's just been foretold. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and by the way, there's two bells. Haha, <laughs> they didn't tell you that. <laughs> yeah. It, it's... Now, very MacGuffin-y. It yeah. does make sense for anybody that's played it. We'll, yeah. we'll know because uh, I'm going to spoil it here. You ring the bells, a giant snake appears and goes, "Oh yeah, you've got to go get the four Lord Souls and combine them back together to restart the fire." Yeah, off you go. Oh, okay. Now I've got plot. Yeah, but it took you a while to get to that point. It I gets don't to understand why halfway through the game before yeah. you learn that. But it was there. It was just very, very abstract. Yes. Whereas this one. It's like, well, we need you to defeat the Lord of Cinder for... Rekindling. Yeah, toffee purposes. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's basically <laughs> the same plot, almost. It's There's four Lords of Cinder. Well, there's five, but one's already doing his job. Yeah. yeah. Um, go get go get them, put them back together, and stuff will happen. Yeah. Yes. All right, off I go. Yeah. Which allows me to focus on the other story elements that are going on around me. It's like, yes. okay, that's my task. Well, why am I doing this? What's happening? Yeah. Gave me a bit more foothold into the story, I felt. Yeah, so I thought that was quite it's a nice way. Uh, it loses something from Dark Souls 1, because Dark Souls 1, you had that kind of, I've no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. And it had kind of the act structure. Your first act is ringing the two bells, then you find out what's what you're actually supposed to be doing. Yeah. You then do that. That's your second act. Yeah. Following that. And then your third act is, right, I did the thing, I got the stuff. What do I do now? Okay, now I've got to deal with the last bit. So you kind of had a progression. I'm not sure how this is going to shape up because it's just kind of thrown you straight into go kill the four people. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, 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 I can see that, to be fair. I mean, it's still nice to have not a huge clue what we're doing. So many games now spoon-feed you exposition constantly going... You need to learn everything and, and not be confused. Just it an is. example, Colin. Like who? Like what? Oh, God, now you want an example. Uh, Mass yeah. Effect. Mass of, yeah, Mass Effect. Um, good story. Thoroughly enjoyed it, but there's they make sure you know exactly what you're doing all the way through. It is nice just to play a game where you go, they want me to go do what? Am I a good guy? Is this, can I just go climb back in my grave? What's happening? <laughs> Why is the world hurt? Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of mainstream game storytelling hasn't really progressed beyond the this man is wearing a white hat, therefore he's good. This yes. man is wearing yeah. a black hat, therefore he is bad. They are assassins, therefore they will all wear the same uniform that sticks out in public. Yes, great. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is this is more obscure and weird, but I think it's clearer from the start what you're doing. Yeah, yes. I do think a lot of the people. When you first play Dark Souls, it's quite crushing. You die over and over again. If you don't know why you're dying over and over again, I've got to go ring a bell. I don't know. Yeah. When you know you're trying to save the world by killing the four bad guys and sorting all the shit out, you kind of go, I died, but I want to kill the bad guys and sort the shit out. And you've got got to have a carrot as well as a stick. And I think the beginning of Dark Souls 1... Had a very big pointy stick. And very little carrot. <laughs> and a man sat there going, I remember carrots and now I'm crestfallen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this is when probably a, a, it might have put a lot of people off because I carried on playing going, fuck am I letting that thing beat me? 
Yeah. I don't give a, oh, there's something else now. Fuck am I letting that thing beat me? And that kept me going to the point where I started l- enjoying the stick. A bit stocker, <laughs> really. Kind of, oh, I've got used to the stick now, and now I can't sleep without being beaten twice a day. Look forward to our spin-off podcast, Fifty Shades of Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's handled much better to, yeah. to sort of to start with. So I mean, it gives you it gives you something to get your get yeah. your foot into. And I and felt then. you met more characters quickly. Yes, yeah. Yes. After a ooh, five or six hours, I had several people I could go and have a chat with. Yeah. Yes, which uh, is nice, even yeah. though they say the same things over and over um, yeah. sometimes. But yeah, I bloody. Firekeeper still hasn't changed her dialogue. Yeah, like thirty-one no, hours. She's into the changed game. it for me. What? <laughs> she was talking um, a little bit of sadness. Actually, she, she gave me. Some... Did, did you touch her in the wrong darkness? I, I wish I did. Um, <laughs> yeah, she she got quite up. I don't want to spoil it because it may came up, but she said something horrible. Oh, excellent! I look they... forward to that. <laughs> yeah, so did I until I heard it, and then went oh there's something wrong with us we like the stick we're looking forward to somebody being sad what have you done to us some from, from software yeah cheers guy. can I have a job I uh, think that leads to the the world feeling a little bit more although it's in a post-apocalyptic world it feels more populated yes first of all there's more mobs of enemies yeah there's more NPCs that you meet and the first area you go to, we can move on to talking about that I think yeah um, Lothric the high wall of the high Lothric. wall of Lothric yeah the High Wall of Lothric. Um, it has a lot going on. There's NPCs that aren't that get annoyed if you hit them because you know that's what people do. But are do. doing some kind of bizarre worship thing. Yeah, there are dead dragons. There are yeah. dead dragons. There are dead bodies, especially as you make your way through that level and you've got the remnants of some giant battle with dead knights yeah. everywhere um, and a wing knight wandering around the place. Yes, so it's almost like. These people have been fighting for years and, you know, part of the cycle. This is one of the things that made me think it was a prequel because there are more NPCs, there are more mobs, it's it's a lot less sparse. There is infrastructure, there are suits of armour sitting there, you know, all all these dead people that you can't pick up, it's just scenery. But that's what made me think it was a prequel at first, going, are we watching the collapse of civilization rather than Dark Souls, which was, it's gone. Yeah, and there was a place called Anorlondo, and we heard oh. about it once, but it's just a myth now. Instead of oh, it's over there. It feel see, to me, it felt more like everything outside of these areas has gone. Pretty yeah. much, so everybody's had to converge on this bit because this is the only kind of hope after the world's gone. Yeah, yeah some of the dialogues and things suggest that things don't work properly. Yeah, so that various areas from different places have kind of got squashed together. Oh, okay. Um, and as we've, I've made my way through the game, I've become very aware that I'm revisiting old places from other games. Yeah. Is it kind of time and space are collapsing on one another? Yes, I mean, it's they, the end of the world, basically. They always had time does not work, um, does not flow right. Yes, the, it's, it's why Solaire you can tells you. invade and support one another. Yeah. Um, Yes, and they've mentioned that, but they're saying time and space. Okay. Okay. Don't work the same. So it's almost like you've got different areas. So areas that were in different places have moved, for yeah. instance, um, yeah. so that things don't link together in exactly the same way. 
and different areas from different games it's can come together. Reality collapsing, basically. Yeah, yeah. Everything's kind of well, reality converging. dying, which is the whole um, theme of the game. Yeah. Which could have been an excuse just to do a kind of best of Dark Souls, lots of fan service, let's bring in everything. I was yeah, a little Andre. bit worried about that from the start. And but... Colin, your first reaction on seeing Andre <laughs> Vastora was, oh, for fuck's sake, why are they using him again? <laughs> I was annoyed at first. I, I will, I tired. I'm always tired recently, but I was tired and I, I was annoyed going, <laughs> oh, I've, it was less about because it was him and because I think I had the same feeling as Aaron going, fuck me, we got the Firelink Shrine and we've yeah. now run into this guy. Have they just made Dark Souls fan edition because that will piss me off because that's not what I want to play? Yeah, yeah you, you, want, want you want a new Dark Souls I want game, a new but Dark you want Souls. all the new shiny loveliness yes. of I like Souls this game. character from the first game. I like it a lot. Yeah. But now I want a new character to like. I'm not bothered by it now because there's enough new stuff that's kept me interested with yeah. enough of a callback to make me go, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't feel like I'm just revisiting old areas again. They they feel new, unique. Even yes. the ones where I, even areas where I've gone, oh, it's that bit from from it, from it, from the first game kind of thing. I remember this and get excited about it, but it's not enough of it for me to go, yeah, no, I know exactly how this works. Because yeah. again, it's changed ever so slightly. The ways in and out have moved. It's familiar to make you feel comfortable but it also punishes you for that. Yeah, so it, it sometimes it's playing on that those expectations. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there's an NPC that you can meet uh, that you guys haven't met because of you know typical Dark Souls quest lines. They are uh, boggy, written, boggy. Written, written on chalk <laughs> underwater in a puddle. Yeah. By the light of the second moon, um, so they're really hard, no paint to sort of get through. I found this NPC, and I immediately went bad guy bad guy because they were giving off all the the signs from Dark Souls 1 of yeah. the dark wraiths and all that nastiness a friend of ours hadn't really played much Dark Souls 1 did about a third of the game and went this person is amazing they're asking me to kill people and I don't like those people I'm going to start murdering things <laughs> and I'm going what you're listening to the crazy person <laughs> yeah so it's quite interesting how your, your preconceptions, because actually like, she might not be that bad, and I may have done a boo-boo, because I murdered her yeah, yeah. based on the armour she was wearing <laughs> and some of the things she was saying. That's and racist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't trust anyone who declares me the lord or the king. I don't mind being unkindled one or yeah. the ashen one. This is fine. Well, the, so, the... So it's your working class roots coming in. Yes. Yes, um, death, death to kings. Yeah, um, I suppose just any more to, to add to that uh, yes there, there is something I would say that they've done with the NPCs not only are there more NPCs they have really complex storylines it seems um, before in, in I'm talking about Dark Souls 1 here because I never played 2 properly but yes. you've got like the crestfallen knight from yeah, the Dark Souls yeah. um, you talk to him a couple of times he goes mad <clears throat> you kill him that's it you don't have to do Anything, there's nothing for you to do other than he's, he's going to go mad and die yeah, eventually. Yeah. Um, in this, it seems that there's... I've, I've read up on a couple of NPCs and different things, you know, ways I should have done this and ways I should have done that for characters that are already dead. Yeah. And I've gone, God, I would never figure this out. With that. This this is very much... If you go here and do this at the right time on a Tuesday while wearing a pink dress while holding flowers, this will happen to the character instead. There's There's... There's a lot to do with them. 
Yeah. And their plot lines overlap. It's rewarding yeah, the overlapping is the... Which they never did the in, in Dark so, Souls. They, well, so they've got, like, interactions almost. Yeah, there's... there's Quite often you in, in these games, you've got NPCs trying to get you to do stuff. Yes. And they're trying to sort of get you to see things from their perspective or do things that they want. You've now got NPCs messing with other NPCs. You've yeah. got NPCs bodyguarding MP- other NPCs. Yeah. You've got body... Uh, you've got people playing around with the other characters and interactions between the characters so mm. there's i know there's a character you can send out to find items for you yeah. and another character can go after them but yeah it's actually got some quite complex interactions i mean the character of irena mm. the blind cleric um of karim yes the one who should have been yeah. a firelink keeper and she's she's blind yeah yeah which is what they're meant to be which they're meant to be yeah. yeah it's quite interesting i mean her bodyguard is an absolute tool he's really mean about her behind her back yeah yes. he's horrible but i could took her out of the cell and again this goes oh, forgot now i've got to look after her yeah. she's rubbish you can give them stuff yeah yes that's yeah. Um, which normally opens work. up more Gosh. options for you to buy of uh, the, the shrine handmaiden you can give her ashes yeah. yeah, she then Some uses of which she those. Fucking moans about. Yeah, oh, these are rubbish. Fuck you. One she asked me again. where I got it from. Yeah, it yeah. was really bizarre. Didn't have you, understand. Have you murdered an NPC and then given their ashes to her? No. no. She goes, "Ooh, these still feel warm." Well, <laughs> I question your methods. <laughs> but that opens up more areas for you to. Uh, not opens up more. That opens up more options for you to buy because she sells you more stuff. I know if you hand NPCs ashes to her, you can buy their uniform. Yeah. yeah. You can buy their clothes off. But it also, again, it's a double-edged sword where you go, oh, I gave the Shrine Maiden, uh, not the Shrine Maiden, uh, I gave Arena uh, the this Braille book. Oh, oh dear, I bought a spell from her and now she's crying in the corner. Yeah, she's really sad. Oops, I tried to give the pyromancer something and he won't talk to me now. Yes, yeah, I tried to. He went, not taking that, that's dark magic. And he got a bit upset. Yeah, Uh, he won't talk to me now. Will he not? Oh, he didn't, I don't, I think he's still talking to me. No, he won't respond to me at all. It it just goes, hmm. Oh. That's it. Which is fine, because I'm not a pyromancer, I'm a miracle person, so fucking. I I need to check, yeah. So I remember... It was this little thing, like you fight is one of the uh, characters you meet in the first section. Ask yeah. you to find find a woman for him. That character Grey Rat, I really like. Yeah, I really like Grey Rat as well. Um, so when he said you have to do this, and then yeah, you know, find, find the this... Loretta. Yeah, so I found Loretta, or at least the remains of Loretta, <laughs> hanging up uh, yeah. in some kind of weird. Abattoir thing, yeah. You get to bring her finger with a ring back to him, which you can give to him. And I thought, do I want to give him this? Is he going to go? Is he going to get angry? I was like, I better give it to him because he's asked. I should probably tell him this. How these stories normally play out. It won't go on to the next bit of the quest line. So I hand him something. I gave it to him. He went, oh, well, I thought this would happen, but. I'm sad I'm now. sad. And then he wouldn't talk to me for a little while because he was sad. And I yeah. felt guilty for the next two hours. <laughs> yeah, he was the only place I could buy arrows from. <laughs> yeah. time. So I was going, I've got 12 left and I'm needing to draw enemies out because I'm getting mobbed. Stop being sad. Help me. you got the, the sunlight spear now. I have the sunlight That's spear how I now. Draw enemies out. I can't yeah, use it yet because I've been... You suck. I've, I've only got <laughs> faith 19. Sorry, everybody. Get good. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I suppose combat is a thing. We could talk about the combat. Kind yes. of the, the basis of the game. Change dramatically. Uh, well, I wouldn't say dramatically. No, I don't. I don't think it's that different. Pace has heightened a little bit. It's, it's a bit more responsive. Yeah, it's quicker. But yes. Not massively so. You still have to be very methodical. Don't spam the buttons like you would do in other action RPGs because your character will stand there going, Why am I swinging at nothing? Because I've got a big enough greatsword, that is not a problem. <laughs> Swing. Oh, I've got away from stamina regenerating them. Oh, I've swung past them, but it attacks things behind me because it's so big. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, yeah, why do you say it's so different? Yeah. It's, it's still methodical. Um, you have to calculate exactly what you're doing, swing at the right time. Never swing when an enemy's swinging if they're going to swing quicker than you because that can lead to all sorts of problems. You start to almost subconsciously know, right, he started swinging, I've got a quicker weapon, quick, and you yeah. can get in or you um, go, I'm too late, block. Yeah. Yeah. But the reason it's it's I find it quite a dramatic change is... Because it, you're overwrought and emotional. Well, yes. Um, it's more like Bloodborne, the combat, for me. It's not as rush in, smack things repeatedly, and I'll heal anyway, because fuck it. But it is a lot more quicker. Um, I'm going to talk about the parrying, actually, because why not? Uh, I yeah. got through Dark Souls by parrying my way through everything that could be parried. Yeah. If it could be parried, I parried it. I accidentally pressed parry a couple of times, and it was disgusting. Yeah, so I... I <laughs> actually was getting to the point where I was farming like the Silver Knights for shits and giggles. And there were complaints that parrying was too powerful. Yes. Because really it's down to a skill kind of twitch thing but if you if you can do it you're almost untouchable. Yes yeah. it was um, we were I was talking to one of our friends who couldn't even get past the spear people um, and I found them kind of sport because run in hit them they then counter parry. Really? Dead. Yay! Yeah. Takes See, five seconds. I learned how to use the kick, so I just walk up to them, kick them, and then stab and them then in the stab face. Them. And actually now, if you break someone's guard, you can do a kind of critical yeah. attack, you get which a parry is nice, and it, it stops too much turtling, because if you get a sneaky kick off... Yeah, yes. yeah. Did that to a PvP? Yeah, I did. I had, I had the best the best PvP moment. Um, player versus player PvP. Yeah. Um, I had been invaded, uh, chased across Farron across the wet bit. Yeah. Um, backed into a corner, down to my last Estus flask, drank that, still followed into a corner, and the guy was coming at me, pulled back his sword. I'm kind of huddled going, I'm so, so not going to win this. Yeah. Um, so I just went, I'm going to try and parry this. Parried his attack, killed him in a single hit. <laughs> yeah. It was the best. Oh, I wish I'd saved the video, but I was yeah. too busy celebrating to yes. hit the button on yeah. the PS4. The first um, Farron Watcher, or whatever they're called, uh, mm. Order of Farron uh, player that have been summoned into my game after about a million of them coming into my my game and fucking me off. Yeah. Finally, I had one who decided to turtle me and run away, lots sort of things, so he's running off. And I got fed up with just running after him and chasing him, so I was just casually walking up towards him. And he managed to back himself into a tree at one point, so I just kicked him and did the critical guard smash nice. on him. Yeah. And I felt so good at that. Yeah. <clears throat> But with comparison, because I, I just parried my way through the first game. It, it, it was all I did. Yeah. With this game, I'm using almost all of the moves, including the jump attack, Brian, <gasps> and the kick. I backstab most things if possible. Um, yeah. I even use spells and abilities. I've, I've got a sword now that does Wrath of the Gods, and I'm using the environment to kill things with like lava pits and stuff, whereas 
beforehand, I just walk up to it and go, oh, I'll just parry it and it'll die. It almost feels like you need to know the whole skill set now. Yes. I was yeah. playing pretty, you know, night armor tanking uh, for the first section of the game. And then I got to the Farron section and you've got all those guys with the spears. They all yeah. come at you at once, pretty much. It's like you can't tank them enough and there's not no. enough room for you to dodge around too well. No, they because, all, they all charge headlong yeah. at you holding and they a tree. Smash through oh, your poison. God, they're no matter, a my pain poison in the is quite big. Yeah. They'll still smash you through it really when you smash you through my stamina. Yeah. So I built a more dexterous build and was dodging around them, backstabbing and jump attacking and rolling away and things yeah. like that. Yeah. I was altering my build on the fly. Yeah. Which I wouldn't have done yeah. in the previous Dark You Souls need game. a different tactic for each enemy. Yeah. yeah. Part of the reason, one of the reasons I'm not just walking around parrying everything, because actually more stuff is parryable now than in Dark Souls. A lot of bosses and, and even giant creatures can be parried and beaten that way. I'm not doing it as much for the main reason um, that because enemies are attacking quicker and the animation for parrying has been slowed by about half a second, it can kill you if you fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. You also used to get partial parries. So if you you mistimed the parry, but you'd still got your shield up. Yeah. You would take less damage because your shield would take some of it. You don't get as much damage taken off no it's still yeah. get it but it's not as drastic so parrying has more risk yeah the and other it, thing is although you still get that it still takes that half a second longer to recover yes and because enemy combos are quicker and a lot of enemies actually have combos now uh silver knights for example had a two hit combo yeah now i've, I've ran into a couple of black knights um who have three four hit combos yeah and shield guard breaks, and they, and they string them together really nicely. They can kill you in a single flurry. Yeah. If you try and parry and fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, because you end up completely off balance. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, I still parry, and I still parry like the Dark Knights, uh, the Black Knights. I, I, first time I saw him, I parried him and killed him. <laughs> it took me twice to do it, as in I had to parry him twice, but he died. But another time I went back, he killed me. Because I tried to do it again, missed. Um, he then hit me up in the air, hit me down on the ground, and then casually bunked me with a shield, and I died. Just kind of <laughs> shield bashed me, and I went, oh, I'm dead. Yes. Oops. Yeah. And that lasted two and a half seconds, him just going bang, bang, oh, you're dead. Yeah. So I'm finding I'm having to use all of the moves. I'm having to backstab, kick, uh, not just PvP, but all enemies as well, just to try and keep up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like you, you're right that we, the system is, they've tweaked it. Yeah. But they, the tweaks they've made have now made you need to. I feel I'm, I'm more aware. I've done a little bit of parrying because I've been backed into corners and just gone. No, I'm just gonna try this. Just oh yeah. Do you bet? Um, yeah. I, I lo- always loved a backstab. Oh, you gotta yeah. love a backstab. Um, See, well, I'm two-handed more often as well. Yes. Because if I'm if I'm on the edge of dying against something. I'll just go all in yeah. and go two-hand, why not, and, and really go for it. Yeah, I mean, most bosses I've been two-handing because shields are worthless. Yeah, yeah. Which I never used to do. i just go no. one-handed. But they've rewarded some of that because of the introduction of the weapon arts. And that's the other thing that's tempted me. And I know, right, I'm, I'm nearly dead. I've been invaded. Yeah. Um, I'll put the shield away. I've now got access to a trick. I can do something else that people aren't expecting. Yes. And I, I, I'm using a Zweihander. Yeah. Um, and I'm absolutely... The, the trick, you lean you lean in and then you, you dart forward 
and you do a huge sort of uppercut, so a sweep through the ground and up yeah. underneath them. And I've caught a few people off guard because if you hit, if they block it, you you smash their poise. Yeah. Generally, so you can kind of get away with it. Yeah. But it's a bit des- if you've got two people on you, you're completely wide open. Yeah. If you can catch them with it, it lifts them up off the floor, <laughs> throws them. That's what the Black Knights do. Uh, yeah. yeah, it throws them. It does so much damage; it's ridiculous. But also that throw, if you immediately press heal, if you do have, you know, if you, you're waiting because you can't heal because they're going to jump on you, yeah. it gives me enough time to heal. So I've got another option. Yeah. And I like that, that it's kind of changed things up a bit. Yeah. yeah. And actually that, that weapon as well, it has different moves if you're two-handing it just on the triggers. Yes. Which is nice as well. Yeah, there's a lot of extra moves to weapons. Uh, I'm currently running around with a holy sword I made from a boss. Yeah. Um, <coughs> which... Your guy's reaction seemed quite genuine when I pressed the battle art button, uh, which he yeah. plunges it in the ground and sets off a spell, Wrath of the Gods, which you could get in Dark Souls 1. You cannot get it in Dark Souls 3. Um, so anybody who doesn't realise that that sword exists, I had a PvP match over a, a lake of lava, actually, where <laughs> he ran at me, I plunged the sword in the ground. He took a swing which went over the top of my head, looked very confused as he then went flying into the lava yeah. poor bastard yeah so I feel it's like a refinement of what was already there yeah and it's sped up a bit it is it's for me I mean it, it's comparing an apple and a slightly different apple of a different colour yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, red it's, apples it's, and green apples but it's more it, no no it, no it's, a, it's an apple and an apple on an energy drink <laughs> yeah it's it's <laughs> it, it's responsive in the, the same way that Bloodborne was. Yes. Whereas the other Dark Souls, I loved the, loved the first one, but going back, I did find it slightly sludgy. Yeah, yeah it's a bit to the point where I checked my Xbox controller because I thought it might be damaged. Yeah, there's, there's and it a wasn't. definite response time between the button press and it registering. Yeah, the game. yeah. Bloodborne was a lot quicker, but more forgiving because you healed when you hit things. Yeah. Now it's, aha, I'm going to, oh, oh yeah. everything's quicker and I'm dead. Yeah. Oh, bollocks. There is, going back to the battle arts quickly, there is a criticism I have for them. Okay. You have to switch to two-handed, and then you have to press the trigger button to get them to work. Not necessarily. Okay, not ne- but on most ones I have used so far, you've got to turn two-handed, which, in the heat of the moment... Can be a bit tricky, and maybe it's because I'm old and arthritic and, and, <laughs> and dead inside. But I find that quite difficult I, to in manage. In my mind, I consider it. It's that triangle button has now replaced the button to switch from one weapon type to another trick weapon in Bloodborne. Yeah. So that's how my brain's done it. I'm unlocking oh, okay. a new set of moves by pressing triangle. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. To yeah. Two hand, the triangle two hand, and my I've, that's kind of. Okay. I'm drawing on that experience of Bloodborne. Yeah. I've just got a di- it's a different button, but it does the same thing. Does that that makes yeah. sense? I yeah, it just seems now that actually makes sense because it's about the same time to it's do similar. it. It's well. similar. I think they've incorporated that but from it, Bloodborne. It just I found it. I'm all right with it now, but I found it very difficult early on getting my head around the fact that I've got my shield up. Now I've got to switch to two-handed, which leaves me massively exposed in to the wrong it. situations. Yeah. To yeah. then. Hold down the trigger to do the sword at arm or you're dead. But they are but, powerful abilities, yeah. so leaving you exposed is a thing. There's also... The shields. That the can... sh- shields. So ra- some of the shields, like you had great shields that didn't parry, they shield bashed. Yeah. 
I have a shield that has weapon arts tied to its trigger. So it doesn't yeah. parry, it doesn't bash, it immediately activates the weapon art when you press yeah. the trigger. Colin looks amazed. Yeah, uh, just because I've got Wrath of the Gods as a battle yeah. art, I yeah. can yeah. run around with a shield that Wrath yeah. of the Gods things in and the face. And that people, yeah. especially with the player versus player side of things, people are not going to expect that at all. No, they expect to be completely mind blown by that. Yeah, yeah. shield suddenly making a explosion that knocks you flying. Yeah, yeah. which is nice. Um, I did find we yeah. talked a little bit about PvP, and you touched on Farron. Yeah. Um, the Farron area leads up to the First Lord of Cinder, so yes. we're kind of touching on the yes. end. There is, if you are in Ember form... Yeah. Yes, which so, is the same as Humanity yeah. for yeah, anybody they, who they, hasn't played it yet. They've simplified the Humanity system from Dark Souls, so you used to have to get a Humanity, you'd have a counter, so you'd either use one or you'd beat a boss or something and it would tick up. You'd then go to a bonfire, you would use that to turn into human form which would then enable you to summon things and yeah, you had yeah. a counter so you could lose your humanity alongside your souls yeah, yeah. Um, and you could lose loads if you had 50 humanity yeah, you, you could, could lose all of it all yeah, on one go if you don't get your souls back yeah. in this you are either in ember form or not yeah. if you are in ember form you are essentially what used to be human yeah. you have slightly more health yeah which is a callback to Dark Souls 2 did this it had a gradual hit point loss if you were yeah. Dying lots and demon souls had the same thing. You're either human or not, and you actually lost part of your health bar. Yeah. This you're human. You get extra extra um, hit points, and you are able to summon other people. Yeah. If you are not in Ember form, and you are summoned into someone's game and help them beat the boss, or you kill people in various covenants and things, you get your Ember back. And your yes. character looks like they're on fire. Yeah. Mm. Looks really, actually yeah. looks quite cool. Yeah, I, I think it looks like really it. cool, actually. Um, especially in some of the cutscenes where you're glowing and... And yeah, I, I like, especially as... Because it used to be, it was fairly obvious that you weren't a normal human being because you'd go all grey and withered and horrible when you were dead. Yeah. Yes. All hollow. Now that that's kind of optional and you might not notice, or you've got a lot of armour and you wouldn't notice it anyway. Yeah. Like you didn't, Colin. No, I didn't have a clue. This... It's a very visual thing, and it's kind of almost a constant reminder that you're not like other people, that you are different, your character is special. Yeah. Which yeah. we like in games sometimes, we like mm. to feel special. Yeah. It's nice to see NPCs like that as well. Yeah, yeah. a few NPCs. It makes you go, oh, okay, you're no, that's like scary. me. Yeah. Um, some of the monsters seem to have a little bit of that going on. Yeah, there. some of the monsters I've, I've do it occasionally, which makes me go, oh, oh, hang on, does that mean you're sound mind? Because then... Who's the bad guy? Yeah. Ah, my mind hurts. <laughs> One of the things they have done is that the Farron area, it's fairly early in the game. You have to complete the High Wall of Lothric and then you go into the Road of Sacrifices, yeah. which leads into Farron Keep. And then once you, it seems to be whenever you touch the water, it, it's even more likely to happen. Mm -hmm. You get invaded by the Legion, yeah. which is a covenant you can join to invade people. It's a area-specific one. Yeah. Yes, and it's very, very similar to the old... Is it the Hunter's Covenant? I believe it was the Hunter's. The one with the giant cat. Oh, like the, the one with the small cat, Was actually. it the Rat King one from 2 as well? Because that was an area-specific uh, invasion one. Yeah, the um, the Forest Hunter one in, in Dark Souls 1. Yeah. And, yeah, the Rat King, the Rat King was a bit slightly odd in Dark Souls 2 but essentially yeah you were defending an area you yeah. could place traps and similar and move the NPCs around and things mm. like that which was quite quite cool yeah um, 
yeah, you get invaded and it, it's... The forest hunters, you could avoid the forest hunters. You could go round. It's hard, but you can go round them. Mm. Never actually found it myself, to be honest. No. Never. I knew it existed. I never found the way round. Oh, I, yeah. I found the way round because I never bought the thing. So the first time I played it, I came in the back and died. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, I was going to say, that was the first getting to their thing when I eventually managed to get anywhere in that section. That was the first section I managed to f- fight my way towards I f- yeah. accidentally yes you. yeah um, yeah it's it's odd because I'd been invaded a bit before yeah to this point, but then it was sudden and it was all the time oh god yeah. constant I, I and the act- game has just also in the section before introduced essentially three covenants in the space of about an hour yeah you bring in the sun bros the sunlight covenant the way of blue the way of blue and the sunlight covenant <laughs> Have you not... Full Daniel. Okay. Um, it's in the basement of the house. You the start with the Way of the White oh, anyway. Okay. You get the Blue Sentinels as well. You pick Quickly, up. Quickly, Hawkwood gives you that in the yeah, so right you, at the beginning. You pick up a lot of Covenants. Yeah, but in the space of about an hour, you get the Sunbros. You get the Mound Makers if you find them, if who you... are crazy and kind of can attack and be hurt by anyone. Yes. Um, which have had some really interesting fights where they've been involved and they've changed side. Yeah. Or I've been about to kill them as an invader or as a defender and then yeah. someone else has turned up and the mound maker's suddenly on my side. Yeah. Because as long um, as they kill somebody, it doesn't matter who's summoning to what game, they get Yeah, they, they get yeah. a reward for, for anyone they killing kill. killing the host or protecting the host. No, they get a reward if they kill anybody summoned into the host game as well. Because that happened to me when somebody was trying to help me That's against one of them. <laughs> I was just about to kill them and they managed to get a swing off the court person who was helping me who'd run out of Estus flasks, killed them. And they started desummoning. It's like, yeah, this the mad thing has got their, yeah, they've got, got, their reward. they've got their thing. Just as I was taking my last swing and took the last bit of health off, yeah. and they disappeared off with their thing, and I get any reward for it. Yeah, and I was like, no, that's why I was in front. I didn't care if he died because he'd done his job and kept kept him off me for a little while. So I was yeah. playing on him. Yeah, they, so they're the jokers of the. Uh, yes, yeah, I might help you today. Actually, now I'm going to shoot you in the face. Yeah, they look yeah. like they could be quite fun, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't got them because I missed them. Again, typical they are bullshit. Again, <laughs> going back to story and going, haha, you didn't do this thing at this exact time, and you missed our incredibly easy to miss plot hole. Oh, a plot point. Well, no, it's a plot hole, literally. Literally a hole. Oh, well, you're screwed yeah. now. We Should we reveal it? Because it's part of this first section. Yeah, yeah. But you get to it. Basically, there's a big tree with uh, testicular cancer. Um, <laughs> All right. It it's does, got it's... giant pussy buboes. Yes. Pussy buboes cancer. Uh, was yeah. my nickname in Nurgle school. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you go fight this tree, it, it smashes the ground and the whole floor caves in and you land in a section of uh, just a cave underneath. Yeah. Now, if you don't, you can find a hole in the floor and find there's a guy yeah. underneath there you can talk to to join the mound. Yeah. Essentially, that boss, from what you guys have told me, falls on his head and kills him. Yeah, well, he squashes to it get... he's worshipping his That's mound. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to get to him, um, there is an NPC or a collection of NPCs in the undead settlement in a cage that says Nana, Nana's, Nana's not coming back. Get in the cage, bloody bloody blah, talking absolute mental stuff that I just went. It's four o'clock in the morning. I I can't deal with this. What's <laughs> happening? Yeah. Nearby there is one of the big cage carriers. Yeah. Mm. You have to climb inside its cage without immediately beating the thing to death, like I, I killed did, it because I did find it. You see an enemy and yeah. go, 
it's got to die. Yeah, I ran up behind it when it's not moving. Hold down the trigger! Yeah. <laughs> Whereas you're actually supposed to get in the cage, then it transports you to that pit. There you can talk to the NPC to get into the mould makers. Which, to me, I just went, all right, now I've listened to the NPC's dialogue and I know how to do it. I see the link. Yeah. How would you know that? How, unless, unless you were on some kind of mushroom-based <laughs> drug, I cannot see how you would make that You've link. been licking at the buboes of that tree. If, yeah. yeah. I mean, I did what everybody else did and went, there's a boss over there. To me... Oh, I killed an NPC because it's of it. A, it feels a lot like... I mean, it's always rewarding for New Game Plus. Yeah, it makes it a bit harder and things like that. Yeah. But this is kind of... There's links and stuff in there that if you play through the game, you'll see the other routes now yeah. so it's really rewarding you for a new game plus it reminded me a lot of like Dead Rising yeah uh, whereas you know if you, you had a singular save for that and it carried on and you could go back but it the looks, alternate way it looks like something. it could be impossible to see everything in your first go yes yes. from what I've seen which is fine I don't mind that in a game no I quite enjoy it cause because inevitably that. there's going to be a set of DLC that comes out halfway through the you know in six months time and we'll be situated halfway through the game, and I'm going to have to play through loads of it to get to the DLC anyway. Yes. I've made my peace with that. Yeah. Although I'd rather they just put something in that slots in nicely. I understand it's difficult. Yeah, as I was saying, ages ago now, I found that really frustrating to be constantly invaded. Yes. But actually, it kind of broke something for me. I've ne- I'd never invaded anyone ever in a Dark Souls game. I've completed... Uh, one, two, blood, Bloodborne, and I did three quarters of Demon Souls before it got too hard and there was no one left playing He's it. He's lying. Why is that then? You lying bastard. You invade the NPC in Dark Souls 1 to get the firelink. Oh, because he's bad. But you and I never, I never used a red... A red still island. An, it's still an invasion. It's an invasion of his world. No, it says go to. It was a go to. It's, it's a go to. It's still an invasion. You're lying. The internet now knows it. Come round and brick his house. Oh no! If the door's wide open, he's just he's invited him in. So that's fine. That's a good point. I'm going to find out exactly what it says because I don't think I invaded. Yes, you do. You invaded. Oh, it says invade the world of another. Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh. Uh, no, I've invaded the world of another person. There you go. There you go. Are you saying he wasn't a person? That's racist. No, he's he's lots of ones and zeros. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, I'd never invaded. I actually, I felt, I don't know why, I felt too honourable to invade. I, I did great delight in being a sunbro, uh, in joining the blue groups that help people out. Uh, Dark Souls 2, I did so much... Um, co-op summon auto summoning um in the way of the blue to help people out yeah <clears throat> and doing that having to go through that and actually getting through it i got to the other end and i found the covenant and i was like it's time for me to get mine yeah. <laughs> and i have now thrown myself into the pvp which unlocked He's a secret falling. area yeah um a secret enemy that then gives you some loot Ooh. Have you guys found that? I've never invaded never somebody. No. Because ah. I am still an honourable sunlight... Bro- well, no, actually, I lie. I've invaded one person, and it did something really weird. Okay. Um, unlike previous games where you invade someone, you're red. Yeah. Or you're purple. Yeah. If you're mold makers. Have you ever invaded someone while being a member of the Sunlight Covenant? Not yet, but I know what happens. Yes, you retain your gold colour... With red bits. With red bits over the top. Now, it looks absolutely stunningly beautiful. I think I spent most of the time licking my TV screen (laughs) going, this is the most shiniest thing I've ever seen. 
when you kill someone, instead of getting the tongue or the vertebrate or whatever you need, you get a sunlight medal. Okay. You still get a sunlight medal for completing it. So it's now opened up the PvP for everybody. Yeah. Because it's well, no longer because you can change covenant so easily. This and this is another difference. Yes. yes, there's no sin for changing covenant and such like. So everyone's got it now anyway. But yes, yes, it you can it, still accrue your bonuses. Yes, I can stay in the sunlight covenant and still invade. Now I, I actually won. Yeah, I never saw the PvP. He died. God knows what happened to him. I invaded <laughs> and went. Never done this before. Where is he? I need to bow at him because you must bow at people. <laughs> you cannot invade someone without a bow. Never had it happen. You've never been bowed. No I've never been. Bowed I always I bow, and they always use that as a way of fucking sneak Backstab. attacking me. I've had one enemy who attacked me instantly the moment he saw me. Every other enemy, we've stopped, slowly walked up to one another, bowed, shield raise, then start the fight. It, it, it's every time, which there's, is something. There's like an honourable yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, when you get killed, um, I've had I get one of two things normally occur: either a bow. Or yeah. I've had a prayer, which I found really awesome, actually. Yeah, the, yeah. the guy got down on his knees and, and prayed over my disappearing corpse. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to get really annoyed in Dark Souls 1 and 2 when people would, like, do clapping when you died. Yeah. yeah. There's there's the one where they beat their chest and lift their arms Oh, that, I, that really was I got me. that in Bloodborne once. It fucked me yeah. off. Um, the Sunlight Covenant. Yeah. You get priority to invade someone... The, if you're invading, so if you're using your your sunlight ability for bad, yeah, you get priority for jolly co-op invasions where they've already got an invader present. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Yes, so, so I, that's you're helping somebody else. You're you're still cooperating, but with yeah. murder, which I really like that they've put that in for the various covenants. Now it's yeah. not just you will co-op, you will invade, you will lick your own testicles in a corner it's it's you can co-op and defeat bosses and defeat pvp but you can also decide to join people so you can end up with sunlight people one on one side with the host and the other one invading to go i will co-op as well the only problem i had with the is a farron watch isn't it fucking farron watch dogs now they started pissing me off with all the invading stuff Uh, so as soon as i found the uh, covenant joined it straight away and went i fucking want in on this Never ever found myself being summoned because you're supposed to be automatically summoned into the game. Somebody's wandered into the area because you're protecting it. Never happened. Yeah, I've spent most majority of my 16 hour yeah. playthrough in that section, wandering around and doing various things. Doesn't never happened. Yeah, oh. and if you type Farron Watchdog" into Google, as I just have, the first five things are. Um, I never get summoned. I never, yeah, get summoned. No, never get summoned. Possibly yeah. because everybody's done exactly the same thing so I've done at this point in time. And God, I, I suppose it's the same with like the blue sentinels as well. Yeah, everybody no going, I'll help out people if they get invaded. You will end up with somebody helping you, but there's so many bloody players. The chances of you being called in. Yeah, yeah. There, there's there's too much uh, for it. Saturation. One thing that can yeah. help if you open up your options and you make give yourself worldwide connectivity. Okay. Yes, yeah. there is. Because you're, cu- you're you're auto set to to not do so. Which doesn't. Yeah, to me, I don't see the issue with not doing that because you communicate in a closed system, so it's always translated anyway. You know, the, it's through gestures in essence. The, so, the reason for I'm guessing it. I I don't know. I, I might be making this bollocks up, but slow internet connection. Now I have had two fights, 
and I'm gonna, oh, I can't believe I'm gonna admit this on the internet. I've had two fights with lag. The first one I managed to beat. It took 10 minutes and I have a video for it because I'm hoping it saved the lag as it was yeah. because it was bloody awful. Yeah, yeah. The second time was so frustrating because I couldn't hit it. He was nearly dead. Yeah. I still had six Estus flasks and I couldn't hit him. And I turned the PlayStation off because I got so pissed off because he was still beating me half to death and I was healing, but I couldn't get that last hit on him because he'd appear, hit me, and then backstab me while in front of me. I kid you not, the animation for the backstab triggered while he was in front of me. He stabbed me through the chest and... Uh, yeah, and in the it, end, I turned it off, and he said, oh, yeah. "Laggy on the servers." I found oh, yeah. that uh, I've not found mine a problem. I, but have, I have heard a little bit of, yeah. of yeah. that. I've but, got a crappy internet connection, so see, I, I know it's hurry. not my internet because yeah. I've got very, very good internet here now. It was, and most of my fights I've had, and I've had quite a few now where people keep invading me, have been fine. It's just a couple of people. I'm going. That's your internet. So having a worldwide connection. There would probably be a lot more lagging, which would end up more frustrating yeah. than fun. Yeah, I think the last thing we've got to got to talk about, because um, we've kind of discussed jolly cooperation mm. um, and invading. Mm. Yeah, and after all, it is only human to commit a sin. <laughs> I miss him. <laughs> I miss him. Too. I miss Walker. Um, one thing that's really impressed me. Um, aside from the callbacks to other games, which had me bursting with joy because I'm easily amused. Or tears, depending on your experience yeah. of those areas. <laughs> um, and I mean, Farron, we've talked about quite heavily, that is the Great Forest area. Yes. Because when you find the watchdogs of Farron Covenant, that is quite clearly um, Sif the Great Wolf from yeah. Dark Souls 1 in a yeah. forested area. Surrounded cetera, by swords. Yeah, yeah, it's to me it's the same But unkillable. Thing. I tried yeah. to kill him, he was pissing me off. The watchdogs fucked me off so much <laughs> I just started wailing on it but it won't die. Yeah, and have no. you made the sword? Uh, I've made what, many swords. What from what being sword? part of their covenant? I never joined get, it. I've never been able to get anything for him because I'm going to summon into anything. So um, no, right? No. It's, uh, have you made anything with here? With so the the first Lord of Cinder that you kill yeah. are the Abyssal Watchers. Watchers. Um, oh, weapons! Are, I'm trying to remember what I made with those. Um, so there was two types. One was yeah. war and dexterity. One was so, war and yeah. This, to me, was the point where the game started to really show that it was connected to the other games and it wasn't a prequel. Yes. You, you, you kind of got that idea. I, I had the impression bit. from the battles that it was a dying world rather than Dark Souls, which is, there's four people left. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else has gone mad. Uh, the very fact that it kept talking about hollowing as it was a new thing. Yes. Because... Yeah. Nobody seemed to be hollowed, or every, it seemed quite new as opposed to Dark Souls, where it was, yeah, everyone goes hollow eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, the soul of the blood of the wolf, which you get from the Abyss Watchers, mm-hmm. can be turned into the Wolf Knight Greatsword. Yeah. Which, Greatsword of a knight tainted by the Dark of the Abyss and Master of the Wolf's Blood of Farron. The Wolf Knight was the first Abyss Watcher, and his sword is more punishing against creations of the Abyss. Uh, it is Artorius's sword. It is exactly the same sword. If you look at it, I, I have that now. 
What's the, the other shiny. thing you can make? Sorry, because I can't remember what I made they're, with it. The two sword, they're two sword. Two There's two swords. swords yeah. yeah, you can make the Farron Great Sword, which needs lots of decks. So I didn't bother. I've yeah. still and it's got, got a parry dagger. Soul, then. Oh yeah, which looks quite cool. Yeah, it's the dagger that that boss actually it's, uses. It's the weapons they use, I presume. Yeah, I've yeah. still got the his sword. And I can I can dress up like them, and then put, if I had that sword, and then you can to do a... do the gesture, you can actually look just like them. I, I like things like that. Yeah, they look cool. Mm. But yeah, it's it's actually is Artorius's sword. It is Sif the Great Wolf who made me really happy because obviously I hadn't killed him. Yeah, in the first game. Unless it's a prequel. Unless it's a prequel, but he looks injured. He's yeah. kind of sleeping. He's emaciated. Yes. Well, he that's... looks to me like he's died. So unless whatever we do in the game wakes him up, at which point? Yeah. Maybe. Well, the other thing is everything's dead, dying, time and space are collapsing. Yeah. Death isn't permanent. Yeah. Yeah. So that made me feel slightly better for all the terrible things I did. Hmm. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, because you don't have to fight him, do you? You don't have to. No. Yeah. You, you have to. But I completed him. Dark Souls one with that weapon. The last thing I thought we could talk about is the because. Dark Souls is a combat game. It's an action RPG. Yep. Yes. But I think my favourite thing of Dark Souls 1 was the exploration and finding new areas and finding different things mm. and, and finding little secrets or shortcuts and things like that. And I've really enjoyed the Dark Souls 3, the way the levels have been put together. Yes. Yeah. They're not as intricate as the first game, which everything in the whole world was worked well together like a big Mr. Whippy ice cream and you're kind of all layers in layers and such like. don't completely agree with that. Yes, to a point. After Anna Londo, everything did start becoming quite linear. Yeah, it became flatter. Yes. Uh, but you had the main the, world. The main world was all interconnected. Yes. And that was great. Yeah. Loved that. That was brilliant. That was amazing. What we've now got is you've got your hub areas. Yeah. And you can explore off those and unlock shortcuts and such. Like my favourite part of the High Wall of Lothric was realising that I'd unlocked a shortcut to the boss that didn't link to the bonfire I was at. It linked back to the very first bonfire that I'd already gone past. Yeah. So I then started coming at the level the other way. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it felt made it feel very circular. Yeah. Yeah. Very sort of not circular. Like you, like, you, like you would go around the turrets of a castle. Yeah. yeah. Like you took come back round well, on yourself. Yeah. Um, the Cathedral of the Deep, oh, that which one, we haven't really talked about, you can do it at that at the same point. You can do it later, but you have a bonfire in a church. Yeah, you have the way you can go, and you have two different shortcuts: one that takes you to the middle of the level, one that takes, one that you. takes you to the end of the level, and the one that takes you to the end of the level. There's another bit that takes you to the top of the level where there's other stuff going on as well. So you've almost got sort of three yeah. or four different routes you can I go. I actually from did one that place. before the Abyss Walkers. Yeah, yeah. Some, some people do. See, uh, yeah, I was just saying, I, Farron scared I, looked, me. I, I didn't, didn't notice it for a start and then went, oh, well, I could have done that. And that's what I found myself. I found myself in a position yeah. where I had like two, I think I had three bosses I could have taken on at one point, yeah. separate yeah. ones. Yeah. I had two separate sections I could have gone and explored. So, yeah. right, I get fucked off with this. I'm going to go explore somewhere else. That's yeah. exactly what I did with the Farron keep. I got tired of yeah, yeah. it, so I walked away. It opens up. And then it sort of bottlenecks you, and then it opens up a little bit, and then it bottlenecks you. Um, yeah. Which I think has allowed them to control the balance of the game more, because in Dark Souls you could have run off and tried to do much higher level stuff right at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Which was funny if you died over and over again. Oh, yeah. But it could be frustrating. Whereas, brand new and started and tried to go to the catacombs, you poor yeah, bastard. Like Lothric, I was still exploring all sorts of different bits. You guys have missed a bit of Lothric. 
that you, I, it's only a very little bit, but it's a shortcut that you guys, well, not a shortcut, it's a gate you haven't opened. Oh, okay. Should I tell you? you Is it know? the gate that goes down to... All the way down? Yeah. Yeah, to the dark ray. Yeah, he's dead. Why oh, you... you said you hadn't invaded anyone? Yeah. Because you, you can't get the key until you've invaded No, 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 I invaded that one person. Oh, in order to get the thing. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't do it to get the thing, but I invaded that one person as a sunlight yeah. bro, but yeah, he so died before I hit him. You have a, a slightly dubious character yeah. who gives you the cracked red eye orbs that are oh, one yeah, shot yeah. invasions. Once you've used it, if you go back to him, he gives you a key and says, if you want to do that all the time, there's a dark race to be locked in a dungeon. Go kill him and you can nick his item. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to go and fight him. He's surrounded by dozens of dead corpses. People. It's great. Yeah, um, makes him really, really scared, and he died really easily. But I think I was massively over leveled. Yeah, at the time. yeah. Uh, but yeah, you could have had what Crystal Sage, the Abyss yeah. Watchers, yeah. or uh, the uh, Taurus Demon on top of. Oh yeah, the and they're not even counting as bosses. They're just kind of. Well, yeah, I'll say that one. The it came up as stray kind of demon. Boss. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of a boss, but there's nothing stopping you running away. Yeah, it's, no, you a, don't have it's to a, a yeah, it's a mini boss. Yeah, essentially. yeah, yeah. It's it's a one shot thing, but it doesn't do the whole. I'd boss still thing. say it counts as a boss because your... the amount of damage it causes. Yeah, you still you get, get a soul for it. You get soul for it. You get embered for it. So it treats it much like did a boss. You get embered for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. But the big difference between it and a boss. Some bros don't count it as a boss. No, so I did. Um, the the big difference between it and a boss is you can run away. You're not blocked by a fog wall in in an arena. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, you can just run away, heal up, and then go. Do you know what? I'm going to shoot it from a distance. With I arrows. tried to fight oh. it. I tried to fight it and died. Oh, I and then it. got my souls and ran away, and then I came back later and did it. Oh, so see, I killed I it because I went. I know how to beat you because I fought you in. I was fine island. up until the point it spat boulders at me and killed me. <laughs> yeah, because oh, I retreated. Yeah. I wasn't expecting. That. Yeah, I retreated to heal after sort of missed timing something and when I've got loads of time this big fat waddly thing and it went and killed me and I was like nice he's cheating (laughs) but that was a weakness of that boss that they kind of I felt I was like well played yeah Um, yeah I've really enjoyed the the level design each individual level wrapped around really nicely yeah yeah. you've got at that point you've got I mean I had the cathedral the entire cathedral of the deep to do yeah or the bottom of the swamp I went for the swamp which then unlocked the catacombs, so I had the catacombs and yeah. the cathedral. Now, you need various items from different places, and it bottlenecks you again, mm. but once I've got through that bottleneck, it opens up again, and I found two different locations. Yes. In fact, you've... No, three different locations. Yeah, at the moment, I'm at somewhere called Smoldering Lake, but I can also carry on heading towards so-and-so place, which I won't say by name. And yeah. I can also... I have unlocked a almost end game block boss because I thought it would be funny and I can actually head to the end game area if I could kill it but I I, I can't it's just yeah. so ridiculously hard yeah so um, the level de- talking about the level design it reminds me of Bloodborne yeah the actual levels in Bloodborne itself you always had two shortcuts you had a shortcut that got you to halfway through to the beginning and then normally there was another shortcut mm. that would get you from near the boss yeah. Back to the beginning bit. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you'd have to take both to get there. Sometimes you don't. You could go through one shortcut. And, yeah. Um, it reminds me of that, which I quite like because I thought that was a very good thing with Bloodborne. They didn't do it so much in Dark Souls. There wasn't as many shortcuts. Yeah, getting quite through. often getting to a boss was a real slog. Yeah, yeah. there was bonfires near. I mean, for example, um, Anolondo. The bonfire in the castle it, or the cathedral itself, you had to go through six or seven silver knights plus the 
giant bodyguards outside the door. You could do it just by killing a single knight and running. Yeah, but that requires... You still have to fight the single knight. Yeah, yeah. and you have to run. And yeah. if you fucked it up, you were at a conquer line. Um, <laughs> yeah. But in this... Yeah, sometimes you still have to kill stuff, but there's a, most of the time you can avoid fighting if necessary, much, yeah, which yeah. I liked. But it's also got the up and down areas of Dark Souls. Bloodborne yeah. became very linear with its, yes, there's shortcuts, but it's all on one level. Yeah, yeah. Um, where I am at the moment, um, not to ruin it, in, in I'm in the Demon Ruins, which is a sub part of the Smouldering Lake, is built on three different underground levels i got lost couldn't even figure out which level i was on wandering around it for i think about an hour and a half (laughs) everything was dead at one point but i was just wandering around going i cannot find a bonfire and i don't want to homeward out i I sold them all (laughs) (laughs) so i went these are useless i've never used a pebble in any dark souls or bloodborne game oh now i'm lost fuck i fell down a hole and went i don't even know what level i'm on I haven't been able to refine that, actually, because I fell down a hole, landed in a bunch of enemies, ran for it with a conga line of, uh, of dogs following me, and I still haven't been able to find that place again. I do. So I have no idea where it is, which I like. Yeah, so what do you think, Aaron? Do you like the way the levels are put together? Yeah, definitely. I mean, my favourite section of Bloodborne was our first city yeah Yarnum was lovely Yarnum, I think Yarnum. I think it lost itself like, and it I was flatter and yeah, yeah. I was a little concerned as I completely when we completed Lothric because that was awesome for a while and then yeah. you have to wave a flag and get flown over to the next area and I was like oh is this how they're all going to interconnect now yeah that, little, that's it's yeah I can understand it but fair enough yeah. And then that section branched out all over the place. And then, like you said, it bottlenecked, but then it's opened up so much. I've gone, no, I like this. This is cool. Yeah. It's made me want to explore, want to maybe push, not push that far that way. Yeah. I'll go somewhere else and have a look over there instead. Yeah, there's all sorts of really cool areas <coughs> that you can miss quite easily. Yeah, yeah. easily. Um, the bit on top of the tower where you meet the giant in the Undead Settlement mm-hmm. is really easy to miss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, he helps you. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. If you make, if you make, make friends yeah, with him um, in yeah. the cathedral, he kills some stuff. He kills, yeah. yeah, which amazed me because I looked around, looked at the skybox, and went, "He's there." Yeah, which means I'm only. You've actually only oh, travelled the I've, other way, I've, not very far. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I've seen other part in other parts of the game. I've looked up and gone, "Oh, that's there. I've been there." Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm now here in relation to this. So yeah, so that that initial poke down a flag to go to the next area did make me go. Uh, this, I'm not going to feel connected, but now I'm really starting too. to. Yeah, yeah. I think just to just to finalise, then um, we all seem to be enjoying this. Yes, I mean, rule number one is it fun? We do yes. like Why being smacked play with games? sticks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I prefer a nice carrot, Colin. I prefer the sticks. I like a nice sharp carrot. Yes. What I'm thinking is, if there's anyone out there who's kind of wavering or not sure. On Dark Souls, any tips, any advice, or any words of encouragement? Um, Just the thought of don't be put off by the fact that this whole get good. Yeah, this is. I mean, we've used it as a joke several times. This, this get get good. Don't. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, get good then. Yeah, technically, that's right. (laughs) You don't. It's how you do anything. Yeah, if you get get stuck at something. Yeah. It's not because the game is cheesing you for the most part. It's no. you can learn patterns, you can learn how to fight, you can change it, how you what you wear and what you do yeah. to be able to beat it. You just need to learn. 
Or you can you can farm souls yep. by killing enemies you can kill. And go massively high level. Them, level up and keep levelling up until you feel ready to take on the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Every time you level up, your defence increases. So those enemies that are killing you in one hit, even if you don't find new armour, after a few levels yeah. you'll be doing less damage. Yeah. Yeah. So And just by f- fighting lesser enemies, you'll start learning and figuring yes. out attack patterns of What you're good enemies. with, what works well for Yeah, you'll yeah. get a better yeah. handle on what you're doing. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like playing a very it's like playing the very first Mario, to be honest. You know, it's that learn the patterns, learn how the level works out. Everything mm. is tightly controlled. You're not gonna feel like I pressed this button, it didn't do what I wanted it to do, fuck you. Yeah. It will be okay, I messed up there. Okay, I'm gonna try it again quickly. No, okay, I know what I'm doing wrong. You can always learn from those deaths. Yeah. It is punishing, but in a way that you know you can learn from. Yes. Yeah. I really love the Dark Souls games two of them at least i love bloodborne um (laughs) yes the game is incredibly difficult you may get frustrated and throw your controller at the tv which will be expensive to replace but eventually when you finally take on that boss and you beat it to death with its own face there's no better feeling you just kind of go ah i did it it is like accomplishing. It's like passing university. Yeah. It's, yes. it's accomplishing your dreams. This isn't the kind of game. I mean, one of the modern movements in games is I've seen things come up saying you appear to be having difficulty. Would with you like to skip? Would you like to skip? You yeah. can lower the difficulty at any time. You know. Yeah, and that's fine because we get different things from different yeah. games. Um, there is a difficulty system I feel built into Dark Souls. Yeah. If you've never played before, take the knight. Yeah. Ignore yeah. the magic. Because all you're then managing is how much health. health you've got and your stamina bar. And you have a shield. If you get your shield in the way, it will block all the damage. And as long as you keep your stamina bar up, your yep. stamina bar goes up much quicker if you're not holding a shield up. Yeah. So you time it, you yep. drop your shield, let your stamina go up, bring it back up to block. You're not worrying about the blue bar and the magic and all the fancy stuff. Just getting used to using those basic systems. And the fact that the shield will block everything means that you can turtle up and cower behind it until you work out the attack patterns and similar. That's a good point, actually, because then the next step up you get the Herald... Which you go, yes, you can still block all the damage because it's still got 100% shield. Has it got 100% shield? Yeah, I had that shield for most of my playthrough so far until I've changed it for the the Dragon Crest. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it goes, you've got slightly weaker armour, you've got less health, but you do have a spell. So here's an introduction to a small selection. Don't dive in and... However much you like watching people run around in their pants, <laughs> uh, don't pick the deprived because that is quite difficult. Yeah, um, and and save the even if you play the first few areas, get get good <laughs> to a certain degree, and then go. Actually, I'd, I'd rather play this game as a spell slinger or throwing fireballs Start about. Again. Or whatever. Go back, you will be surprised what takes you six seven hours to do the first time you play it will take you an hour two hours yeah yeah to, to catch up because you've already learned those patterns and you're not dying and learning yeah. and dying and learning yes yeah. so, i think our dark soul saves the best example of that yeah my first playthrough 60 hours to get to Anolondo. my yeah. second playthrough 60 hours to get halfway through new game plus yeah. You got to Anolondo and you'd completed the entire game on top yeah yeah it yeah. was it was oh i was gonna say you even our, our twitch stream yeah, we each yeah. had a go. We've each had a go at the game, and then we played the deprived, yeah. which is much harder, yeah. and complete that first section yeah. a lot quicker 
people get quite precious over losing their embers and don't want to die because you lose that security. It is depressing. Buy the white soapstone from the Handmaiden Shrine. Yeah. Uh, yep. The Handmaiden the Shrine, sorry. Yeah. Uh, buy, buy the white soapstone from her. Put it down near the boss. Yep. Someone will summon you. You yep. can then fight the boss with them. You're helping someone out. Yep. They have chosen to summon you. You're not forcing yourself on someone who doesn't want you there. They're someone who are genuinely having difficulty. Once a friend. Yeah. And learn the patterns, learn that way, help them out. If you die, you've lost nothing. If you've killed it, you've helped someone in exactly the same position as you, struggling with the boss. You are their hero for the day. There's, and you get a free ember. Yes. You get a free ember, so you will ember up. So if you have lost your ember, you get it back. If not, you get a spare one. Yeah. Yep. And once you get to the undead settlement, you can unlock a covenant. Uh, by exploring Aaron hasn't found it but in the basement of the building there that will give you rewards for helping people yeah. and killing bosses sunlight as well. bros all the way yes yeah. um, and you'll appear shiny and gold and oh, you'll have so priority beautiful. on being summoned and if you again if you're having difficulty with the boss once you think you've got it you don't have to go on your own. Look around, look for other people's summon signs. Quite often there's also NPC summons, so the player characters within the game, not other human beings. Uh, there's some of those scattered around as well. You can find those, bring them with you as well. In yeah. some cases it advances their plot. In some cases it's just nice to have them because if you're not yeah. quite the right level or the area is a bit empty, I, I you don't, might have other humans. Yeah. I mean, I don't summon player characters into the bosses. <laughs> Because I like to try and beat them alone, but I will summon NPCs for the main reasons that their their AI can be a bit stupid sometimes, and then go, oh, I'll just wander over here instead." Which I don't mind because I still feel like I've beaten it rather than I summon Jeff, who's seventy levels higher than me and has beaten the boss nine hundred times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you are struggling, it is a great way. I've yeah. tag team. I, I I help out a lot with other people, and I've run in with the player yeah. and two summoners taking on a boss and this is actually i think the best time to get involved in this because there's a lot of people playing the game yeah yes it's new and shiny yeah and we will be doing some more twitch streaming i think yeah definitely yeah if you follow us on twitter we will announce those sort of nearer the time yeah maybe sort of impromptu uh, but it'd actually be quite fun to play with some of you guys and yeah. summon in and help you or you can come and help us or we can invade you and poke you in the face with pointed sticks. That could be quite fun. Apart from me, because I'm sunlight. Sunlight. Yes. Jolly cooperation. <laughs> I'll come in and stab Brian in the face for you for stabbing you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Please like, share and subscribe if you have enjoyed this podcast. We cannot do it ourselves for we lack the strength and the bravery. <laughs> strength, probably not. Bravery, I have no bravery. Yeah. <laughs> there is Definitely. there is none. Yeah. Um, so for now um, thank you very much for listening but now our sun is setting it's dark so dark so I've been Brian I've been Aaron I've been Colin goodbye don't you dare go hollow <laughs> <laughs>